Like the the character that you want to play for this? I have. I'm looking actually for my notes. Hang on just a sec. Okay. I yeah I've I've used this as uh, I've used this as my as my work because um, I've been thinking about how to frame up a, a study a pedagogical study for this. So um, let me see. Hang on just a sec. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it's on my other computer. But um, yeah, I'll give you the I'll give you the the rundown. If that's okay, yeah, um, it's okay. Um, so, and uh, Andy, I've talked with you a little bit about this. Think um, the 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 trope that I'm going for is um, sort of a non superpowered Jessica Jones. So I went with a loner weirdo type. I almost went with bully, but I decided to go with loner weirdo. Um, that's the trope I'm going I'm going with. Okay. Um, I've got my strengths and what kind of what kind of info do we do we want to go go with here? She's um, she's 16. Okay. Um, so she she would be a uh, I believe a sophomore in in high school. So she's like right in the middle. Yeah. I think. So, yeah, sophomore junior. Um, that's about right. Yeah. Right. So kind of I've, I've been going for like I was going for kind of median. Um, okay. So yeah, 16 sophomore, um, tough, rebellious were. Um, uh, sorry, tough, rebellious, and uh, intuitive were the were the strengths that I that I took. You get rebellious for free, okay, with a team, um, and it, and I said you could take two more. And then the flaws uh, I chose were blunt and hot tempered. And I've got I've got a whole I got kind of got a whole I wrote up a whole sort of backstory. But those are those are the sort of the that's the the stat block. As okay. Um, um, so, and I just use I just I just took the straight loner weirdo teen um, uh, trope the, the sheet. Mm-hmm. So fight D twelve, all of that. So uh, so that yep. that would be hopefully be a little easier for you as well. Okay. Yeah, I've never done this system before, so I'm going to be learning on the fly. Yeah. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, does she have a name? Which is awesome. Does she have a name? What's that? Does she have a name? Uh, her name her name is Sam Samantha. Okay. But she goes by Sam. Okay. Um, did you think about the the two questions that are in the book about the like under the trope? Do we want to go? Do yeah. We... The why are you happier for offending? Uh, for uh, why are you happy offending for yourself? Yeah. Uh, because she can rely on herself. Okay. Like she knows she can count on herself. And then, what part of the cool kid's life do you wish you had just a little bit? Um, the, the, the cool part is, um, the way she looks at it is she wishes she could be, uh, more carefree, like sunnier. She's always like concerned about something. There's always, you know, and that's true of all teens, but the way she looks at it, she's 16. She's like, I just wish I could be happy. Like other, like these sunnier people. Yeah, that are objectively that objectively smiling. <laughs> I want that a little. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Uh huh. So it may be a little bit of co- uh, a little bit of like cognitive distortion on her part. Yeah. Like they, like they don't have a care in the world when they very do, but she, the way she sees it, she wishes that she had a little bit of that, like happy because they're cool, they're accepted. Yeah, and so also like much like a typical sixteen-year-old like the whole world revolves around her right like her problems are right. most important right. and she's not like right. like you said she's not aware that other people are going through stuff and are just putting on like a happy face right. about it or are hiding right. what they're going through because she's so blunt and straightforward right. she's right. wearing all that anger on her sleeve basically 
Okay, cool. Right. Um, um, she just doesn't have a lot of artifice to her because of, and I won't go into the backstory. She doesn't have just, there's not a lot of facade. Uh huh. Um, but there is a lot of protect. There's a protection, a lot of protection, but there's not a there's not a facade, if that makes sense. So she's blunt be- to keep people, yeah, at, at a social distance. <laughs> which, as I say that, I don't mean six feet. <laughs> I'm so tired of hearing emotional, that. not physical. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that takes on such a different meaning now. Oh. And I didn't mean it that way. But, I know. Um, she she likes being a loner, but the irony is that she also kind of the grass is greener. Yeah, it's a it's a good. Uh, like historical artifact for this, for when this project is super successful and we're all wildly uh, famous because of it. Like people can go back oh, yeah, to like right. season one of this <laughs> and be like, "Oh yeah," which remember, if you're a completist, you would do. You would. You uh, you would actually go back to the the very beginning of this when it's just me rambling <laughs> by myself and just listen completely through. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay, so we've got we've got Sam as non superpower Jessica Jones. Um, I want to give her. So there's a a table in the in the D and D player's handbook of just random trinkets, and I thought that this would be a good awesome. way to to bring a little bit. You need me to get my manual. No, I got it here. I can. I'm going to roll for it. Okay, you got it. Yep. Yeah. Great. Um. So there's uh for those of you listening who don't know it, or for you those of you playing who don't know what this is, it's a um a random roll table with a hundred possibilities um, for just a, a random trinket. It may be useless. It may have magical powers. Um, it can be a part of the backstory. It can be a part, just some random thing that your character found. Um, I wanted to, to add this to try to do a little bit of like story building um, and world building for everybody. So uh, for Sam, I rolled... A 70, which is <laughs> a small packet filled with pink dust. <laughs> I think Sam's going to love it. <laughs> yep. I've already got plans. Yeah. Pink dust? Pink dust. I think I think there's two very distinct things <laughs> that it could be in the context of this game. So... <laughs> Andy, are you writing all this down, or yep. should we each take notes? I'm writing it all okay. down. Yep, I got it. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm taking notes on everything because I'm going to need to refer back to to figure out like what kind yep. of world we want to build for it. I don't. I didn't really feel comfortable like trying to put a story together without knowing who the characters were. You know, and like right. typically in these types of games, whoever runs it has the story idea already in mind, and then just kind of forces the characters to go through it. And I don't like that format for this. I don't think it really works. So Shauna, what about you? What, what have you been thinking about for a character? Um, so I was thinking I would do a a young provider, um, who's like a junior. So I guess that that would put her at like 17. Okay. Um, I was going to go with the name Aylin. Aylin. How do you spell that? A E L I N. A E L I N. Okay. 17 junior. Okay. Um, So for strengths, I was thinking I'd go with protective and um, skilled at uh, treasure hunter. For flaws, I was going to go with superstitious and restless. Okay. This is interesting. And uh, for this first question, um, it says, how has working to support your family improved you as a person mm-hmm. um looking at their stats grit is the the really high one yeah so i would say this person is like can handle anything uh-huh. like nothing faces this character and, and then, the second question is yeah. what have you had to give up for your family um that's why i thought i would make them a junior mm-hmm. um i'm gonna say this person hasn't been able to think about themselves too much so they're not sure if they're going to be able to do things like apply for college mm-hmm. or you know go on and, and do what they would want to do and that would tie in with the restlessness like they would like to get the heck out of this middle of nowhere space but they may feel like they can't do that because they're protective of whatever else mm-hmm. their family or whatever they're supposed to be taking care of okay um i have two questions about her um has to get away okay. so uh where does she work like what kind of job does she have do you know Ooh. um so what makes sense in our town Let, let's make something that fits in with our 
our world here. She works at the Mustardarium? Yes, yeah, she works at the Mustardarium! Yeah, she could work in the gift shop. Yeah, she's a salesperson <laughs> in the Mustardarium. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hand up samples of mustard. Yep. Yeah, she does retail. Yeah. <laughs> she comes home smelling like mustard every come, day. <laughs> come home smelling mustard. She has to wear, like, a paper hat. Yeah, that she's like incredibly a, embarrassed of. Yep, yeah. like a 50s it's diner kind of. Yep, oh yeah. <laughs> yep. It's probably yellow. <laughs> oh, yeah, yep. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to ask, how would you feel about her having been held back a year? Yeah, I think that's great. Because maybe she's super smart, but she just couldn't do anything. Yeah. Like, she couldn't do the homework because she had other stuff to do. She had to work. Yeah. So that can be part of the restlessness. She's like way smart and bored as heck, but she just yep. can't do anything yeah. to graduate. Yep. She's supposed to be graduating this year, um, but she got so maybe she's she held 18, back a year. But a junior. Yeah. 18 year old junior. Um, well, we can keep her 17. I mean, I was, I graduated. Yeah. I was 17 when I graduated. So she's just like a late, a late start. So 17 year old junior, that's, that still works. Why does she? Why does she have to be a young provider? Like, what's her family life like? Are both of her parents still no around? No dad. No dad. Mom's useless. There are other children. Okay. Maybe mom's like Uncle Joe. I hate Uncle Joe. You're from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa Joe, you don't like Grandpa Joe. Grandpa Joe. Grandpa Joe. Where he just like, like is like disabled, you know until so. something cool happens and he's not disabled. <laughs> I hate that character. Yeah, her mom's like him. <laughs> it is wow. weird. Like his muscles hadn't atrophied at all. <laughs> no, and so he was clearly fine. Complete, complete. <laughs> As his family fraud. starved. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Now Charlie can get wealthy, and so like, oh, <laughs> let's go. Let's. <laughs> And it sounds like a blast. Let's do it. I can walk all of a sudden. Just just out there licking wallpaper. Yeah. So her mom is some yeah. sort of that. There's actually nothing wrong with her. She's just useless. Okay. Wow. Yeah, and like given what like the background of the town, like it's totally plausible that mom is caught up that mom really is involved in some kind of like real simple like social security type of fraud. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um it would probably might like it might seem like really elaborate to mom and like whoever she's doing it with, but like but it's just not once Aylin has like <laughs> like sits down and thinks about it for a few minutes, it's just like this big Rube Goldberg scam. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a big game of yeah. mouse trap, all for like an extra two hundred dollars in in food stamps or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, something really negligible. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. Um, Joan. Have you been able to think about this at all? Yeah, I want to think. Of, I, I was thinking of a con- conspiracy theorist. Okay. Or like a fourteen-year-old. Um, that's what. That's a uh, freshman. Yeah. Okay. And um, I was, I'm trying to think. I wanted a name that's gender neutral. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think Chris. about Chris. Chris. Chris works. Which would be short for what? Christina or Christopher? No, I mean, I mean, but I want like to because she's a conspiracy theorist. I wanted to give her a, a, like a kind of exotic name, but then it, it could oh, it could be a short it, Chris, but it could be short for chrysanthemum. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yes, <laughs> are her parents hippies? Yeah. Oh, for so sure, they are now. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, right. she always has to wear the tie-dye hand-me-downs. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, like, the complete opposite of a conspiracy theorist wardrobe. Yeah. <laughs> right? When did, when did the X-Files start? Pardon? Oh, the X-Files were in the 90s? Early yeah. 90s? Yeah. Was the, was the X-Files on TV when this is happening? Mm. Because... Oh, I can Google this. Because Chris trying to act like Fox Mulder, but being in, like, hand-me-down tie-dye is pretty it's hilarious it's pretty yeah. incredible 1993 <sighs> okay but then so, there's also there's also like the twilight zone yeah and, yeah. and hitchcock yeah oh yeah yeah you know, as, as a good precursor yep yeah she uh 
she read Slaughterhouse Five in freshman English, and, <laughs> <laughs> and it was just off to the races. Nineteen eighty four. Yep. Yep. Uh huh. This is cool. Like she, this is going to fit in really well. Um. So what she about? She has a bunch of siblings. She has a lot of siblings. Okay. And her parents are like hippie stoners from Woodstock. Okay. What about her strengths and flaws? So flaws, I would say she has to be blunt because she has to deal with her crazy parents. Uh huh. So yeah, you know, she holds no- she holds nothing back. Okay. So blunt definitely. Um, demanding and also um, superstition but then she has the superstition that she kind of couldn't get rid of from her you know hippy dippy parents yeah that'll be our character's point of resonance (laughs) yeah 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 I want to talk about your different superstitions what about her what about her strengths she's intuitive she is uber smart and she's she's great at the hard sciences. Okay. So in the midst of all the hippy dippiness, she has a really like hardwired scientific brain, which so, clashes with her parents. Yeah. So her her dad was probably a chemist who started trying to make his own LSD, and then she learned <laughs> yeah. she learned chemistry from him. But like, rather than trying to figure out like exciting drugs to try. She just she's just like a science geek who gets like excited by like, you know, I can't even remember what high school chemistry was like. My uncle is a chemist and he go he does like yeah. My uncle is a chemist and he he used to go to schools. Yeah, my uncle had this demonstration. He would take like a a thing like a finding out the secret mustard recipe. (laughs) Yeah. Little and she thinks it's the bugs. She's convinced it's the bugs. So she's been trying out different bugs to see if they fit the profile. Yes. Poor Chris. <laughs> so uh, the questions: What do you think is happening in the town that no one knows about? Would that be the bug part of it? I think one of them's the bug, and she, I think she wants to find out what happened to Miss Betty Lorraine. Okay. Why does she want to know what happened to Miss Betty? Because it's a secret and she believes in conspiracies. Okay. So anything that isn't, because she likes to be blunt, anything that isn't out in the open, she feels that someone's hiding something. Okay. And that comes a little bit from her hippy-dippy parents who believe that Big Brother's always... Yeah. Okay. And then uh, how far will she go to prove that she's right? All the way, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to put it like that. All the way, baby. I'm going to look at this tomorrow and be like, what does that mean? All the way. <laughs> she keeps saying it, but later, because she's, she, she keeps saying that, and then everyone gets like, because she's 14, she doesn't really get what, like, what? Stop phrasing. What are you doing? Stop. She doesn't um, get what it means. Right. Yeah. She doesn't get what else, what, what else it can mean. Okay. I forgot to give Shauna your... I forgot to give you your trinket, so let me do that. Oh, okay. 44. That's interesting. Okay, uh, so the D&D version says, a mechanical canary inside a gnomish lamp. So, a little... A little, uh... Like, steampunk, kind of like, Gearworks little bird inside of, uh... Like, sitting on a perch inside of an old oil lamp. Cool. And then... For chrysanthemum, she gets oh, perfect. Oh, this is where like the dice help. Uh, Joan, you get an indecipherable treasure map. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, oh, that's wonderful. Awesome. Okay, so uh, she inherited from her grandfather, who would have been in Vietnam. Uh, he would have oh. been in World War Two. Yeah, her parents Ooh, would have been numb. that he found in in Germany. Yep. Yeah, and we can do total Goonie <laughs> style and say that I it was like, in like. It. It, yeah, oh. he brought it home. He brought it home from uh, the European front, 
and it was in uh he had like a like the headline from um ve day <laughs> like the newspaper framed and the treasure map was behind the frame you know what i mean so total goonie yeah. style yes <laughs> what years what year was the goonies it could be one of her favorite movies oh my god yes, it's like, ah, ah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> weird clockwork bird like that yep for anyone I, that was a uh, that is from august 15th 1945 it's uh it's not ve day um but uh yeah but something like something like uh, a framed uh a framed newspaper that's pretty that's pretty cool i i don't know why i just happen to have that right it's right next to my desk it's my grandfather's actually there we go you (laughs) should you should look behind it to see what's in there (laughs) there's yes old box scores (laughs) old box scores i've looked that's the first thing I look for is a treasure map. Yeah, maybe there's some kind of numerology to the box scores. Like, did you look closely? That sounds. That sounds like. That sounds like chrysanthemum talking. <laughs> it, it's Chris. Yep. <laughs> That's gonna be part of my microaggression. Yes, <laughs> you just gonna call her chrysanthemum. She's like, it's Chris. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. And her favorite movies is. And her favorite movie is The Goonies. Yes. Because that has all that weird science-y, you know, yep. physics stuff. Yeah, with data. Yep. 1985. Perfect. Um, so next we have to figure out how how they know each other. Um, and so there's a bunch of questions in the book um, that we're going to go through to try to establish what their relationships are. Um, but the first basic thing we need to know is um, whether they know each other before the story starts. Um, cause that, that affects the questions that we get to ask. Um, so I leave that up to, up I to you. I feel like it doesn't make sense for them to know each other before the story starts too much. Yeah. Yeah. We have a loner, we have a little kid and we have someone who's busy working all the time. Yeah. So then I like, uh, I like the idea that the young one is in the same science class as the one that's that me. got held back. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. What do you all think about that? Do you know what I, I mean? Like, great. like she's in, like the 14-year-olds in chemistry is like kind of, I don't know, I don't want to tell you about your Way character. Advanced. But young ones in chemistry and the old ones in chemistry. Or yeah. some of the, one of the physical sciences, right? So they're there. They wouldn't know each other. They wouldn't hang out unless they had to do group work together. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe we're lab partners. <laughs> We were lab partners once. I'm like, like hey, you, you do this, him. I gotta go. Like, you don't know him. Like, yeah, we had class together, I think. Yeah, that's good. Okay. I like it. So now I have to come up with another teacher. That, I don't, I don't yep. want to I don't want to just, like, call shots, though. Is that oh, sound no. reasonable? No, that's awesome, because it'd be super insulting to my character to be in class with, a, like, a little yeah. kid. Yeah. Because Kirk Cr- has so many siblings. I mean... One of her siblings can be in your class, Mike. So... <laughs> in detention? Yes. <laughs> okay, so so we have two that know each other, and then what about uh, Samantha and Chrysanthemum? They wouldn't know each other, would they? But Chrysanthemum might know... Chrysanthemum's sister is in the same grade as Sam. Or brother, whichever. It is a small. I mean, it is a smaller yeah, everyone town. Kind so of everybody's yeah. going to kind of know each other. Okay. We could be in some other class together, the sixteen and seventeen year old. So maybe like be my awful. character's the link between them. Yeah. Oh, we had gym together. Yeah, something like that. Something. <laughs> and maybe we end up always being partners, just because nobody wants to be with either of us because we're like not actually friends with anyone. You could be in shop together. <laughs> we could be in shop together. Learning how to make uh, a lamp. I should, I, I should say, to try and give my character a little bit of flavor, um, she is on the track team and is a pole vaulter. Um, <laughs> and the reason that she's on... the reason That's a thing. That is a thing. Oh, yeah. Tra- schools have pole vault... Schools have track teams. High schools I, have track teams. I know. I, I know. Any, schools like, have the, track teams. 
What's that? I know high schools have track teams. I listened to the first yeah, season of Serial. Pole vaulting. I was surprised because uh, I, I was. Pole vaulting. I was like, oh, you're in track. What do you do? It's like I pole vault. I'm like, that can't be right. <laughs> oh um, yeah. So, but yeah. But she doesn't want to do any of the team ones. She doesn't want to do the relay. She doesn't want to do anything uh-huh. like pole vaulting is just like you versus gravity. Yeah. And it's all dependent on you. So she is relatively athletic and she has that skills of pole vaulting, which may or may not we come can in use handy. that. It has to now. One of my students is a shot putter for the university athletic team. It was almost shot put. I will be honest. It was almost shot put. That's what she Uh, is. But I went with shot putter. The official like shot putter for the athletic team. That's cool. The the build for a the physical build for a Jessica Jones type was not kind of conducive to shot put, which is why I got the axe. But yeah. um, but yeah, doesn't try. I like the idea of her not really trying in in gym though. Like I like the idea that like we get that we get put like she's like I don't want to try in gym. I that's why I do track. This is well, the do things like um, right. Was it uh, dodgeball and stuff in gym? It's right. like team stuff. It's not solo. Right. Exactly. You have no interest in in things where you have to work with people or against people. Right. Right. So I, I could see it working narratively. I think that's I think that's good. Um, okay. Why we're taking why we're taking Jim as upperclassmen? Um, because because <laughs> we wait because we waited. We just yeah didn't we didn't want to do it. Yeah. No, it would have been it would have been a state standard. Like you, you're, no, that's true. You probably true. have to do that's like true. the. Uh, so like my school, we had to do the twelve minute run. My school had a oh, pool, yeah. so we had to do the thirty minute tread. The presidential test. The presidential test. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my school was huge though. Oh, yeah, so we that's had the thing like we got things signed from yep. like the you know fake signed from the president. And... Yep. Yeah, so I mean, my high school had like a sophomore down... would do it. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, but my... with a junior, that's the question. Will we be a gym together? I mean, would it oh. held back? yeah. I don't know if that. I don't know. I mean, There's because a... she was held back, her schedule's all messed up. So she has. Yeah, yeah maybe I was held back from different things, and yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're held back an so entire she grade, some stuff, but didn't fail other stuff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, there's thing. there's ways to make it work. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, yeah, and maybe the gym but teacher. I'm also thinking in terms of like the gym teacher might be like really big into teaching team sports, and so that could be part of it too. <laughs> Like my my high school had like my my high school was so big that we had gym classes that were just like I took my sophomore year I took floor hockey for a marking period yeah. <laughs> which was the best so we yeah. could we could do that right like they have yeah. they have those basic like like kind of rec league type of stuff um, and I think it would be funny yeah. too like like if, they're an elective credit yeah yep right uh huh. Yeah. Maybe you and I both took it because we thought it would be easy, and then it turned out to be a pain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was easy, but it was also awful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so we got a like we're getting like a C, you know, like a yeah, C. Yeah, because we just refused. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I'm just I'm in my theater in the theater of the mind. I'm kind of thinking of like how this would work cinematically, and it's just gray, poorly fitting T-shirts with the like spartan logo and just like both uh, our characters are just like emoji with just the line like yes. not really sad just like nah with the shorts <laughs> way up under the armpits because it's because yeah. it's 1992 it's yeah it's like we're in the smells like teen spirit video <laughs> <Correct>. <laughs> oh, i need I to it. i have to come up with cheerleaders now Two as like nemesis characters for you guys. Like that that would only make sense. Like you're playing three outcast girls. You need like the stuck up cheerleaders <laughs> around somehow. So and one of them can be Betty Lorraine's granddaughter or great granddaughter. And something. that's why she thinks she's amazing. Yep. Amazing. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh huh. Yep. I gotta I gotta rewatch some Buffy to get some like early years Cordelia. Oh, fun story! I can help. I happen to have been a cheerleader for most of my life. (laughs) You would never guess. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) I was homecoming queen. (laughs) 
we're in the presence of royalty. <laughs> her, yeah, I, her highness. I'm flying my nerd flag, though. <laughs> Can they revoke that title from you if you ever if you go to your reunion? <laughs> if they hear this, they certainly will. <laughs> Next reunion, they're just gonna like punch your card. Like, nope. Yeah. yeah. Bye. Yep. A recall Cheer election. <laughs> a recall. <laughs> So I do know all sorts of good, awful cheerleader stuff. (laughs) That's great. I have a cheerleader consultant. I (laughs) I have people in mind. (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs) I'm going to learn so much. I'm going to hear so much old drama. Um, Okay, so let's just, for the sake of making this more entertaining, um, let's just assume that everybody knows everybody else. Um, It's a small town. Right. Uh, it's just one of those schools, um, that might add to, like, for the two of you that are kind of loner-ish, I guess all three of you are kind of loner-ish, like, the, the smallness of the school kind of compounds your isolation, I think, um, and would make them all feel more marginalized. And also, I, I like them knowing each other because now we get to have positive and negative back, uh, background questions. Instead of just the generic, they don't know each other, what's some vague things that they heard. Um, these are also going to be random random questions. Um, and what I really like about this system is that we get to... Like, other games would have like the characters really hyper-individualized, like, like the relationship between character and player. Kids on Bikes, and, and why it works so well for this project, is that we're all kind of contributing to each other's stories. Right? Um, so... Let's start with Chrysanthemum. Let's, uh, Chrysanthemum and we'll say Sam. Joan, what is, what is it about Sam that always makes Chrysanthemum happy? She doesn't bully her. And, and Chrysanthemum's parents used to sell Sam's parents weed from the backyard. (laughs) From the backyard. That's how they know each other. (laughs) Which was which was always which was always which always ran counter to Sam's like working class background because you know the and they'd they have Sam moved. go pick up the baggie at the house and that's how <laughs> and it, right and it never it never sat right but she did it anyway yeah and she was always kind to Chrysanthemum when she went to pick up the baggie it wasn't Chrysanthemum selling my parents drugs. It wasn't her fault. And so you two are just not down with your parents' behavior. Like, you two don't do any drugs. You're not into it. You're not interested. I like to think that the drugs Trying were... once wasn't great. I, I like the idea of the drugs being part of, like, a larger kind of, like, garden basket. Like, there's a couple of zucchini. Here's some... Uh, yeah. <laughs> some cilantro, some peppers. <laughs> the hippies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like... And, like and a the dime, dad has a special like fertilizer formula that he concocted using all his chemi- <laughs> yep. chemicals. Yep. <laughs> yep. Go. Um. All right. Uh, now we got to figure out something negative about about um, Chris and Sam. Uh. Oh no. Uh, Joan, how far would? chrysanthemum go to make Sam suffer. Oh. <laughs> awesome. If Sam were ever cruel to her, she'd use special herbs from her parents' gardens and give her the squirts. <laughs> <laughs> she's not a plan in case she ever gets bullied. Yep. <laughs> but so far she's happy wow. she hasn't been able to deploy it or had to deploy it. Nope. Uh. She has not had to deploy it. That's dark. Wow. I'm not even sure what to write down. Wow. (laughs) Diarrhea. Yeah, special diarrhea Uh, formula. Explosive. Right, and I love the I love the idea that that is one of the worst things. Like, because I'm just trying to think about this in terms of like a 14 year old. Like, what's the worst? Like, if they come for me, (laughs) and I need to exact my revenge. I'm not going to kill him. But what's the worst thing I can no. do to him? I got diarrhea. Yep. I got it. Easy. Yep. I'm going to wait for right? That's like, definitely a 14-year-old. That like, that's really good character. That's really good character. I really like that. We're going to wait wait um, for Taco Pizza Day. Also, like, and just... You're not going to beat him up. We're... Right. 
It's not physical, and it's also really not. Like, that's really cool. I mean, I might have tried that when I was 14, so just saying. I can see it. Getting your students to do this, one of the biggest things that I think is helpful when you're ta- teaching students about things that are really hard to talk about is to make them actually trust and care about each other first, because otherwise the discussions are trash. Yeah. Right. Because they they yeah. won't yeah. Yeah. take any they won't take any risks. Mm-hmm. This is fun, right? And you you end up talking a little bit about yourselves. Like th- this mm-hmm. is actually super valuable from a pedagogical stance. Yeah. Because if you're gonna get right. them to the deeper conversations, they have to have some sort of relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, that's why I think like making this like an elves on bikes kind of mashup, I think is a really cool idea because you can, we can bring in like the fantasy stuff very sparingly. Like the pink dust could be like very easily could be drugs. It could be fairy dust. (laughs) Right. And like, or it could be a pixie stick. It could be a pixie stick. (laughs) (laughs) Which could have pixie stick that Chrysanthemum's parents are selling, pretending that it's drugs. Yes. taking a real breaking bad turn here. really <laughs> which is fine <laughs> they, need to, but, they need to support all eight of their kids oh gosh but it's like thinking about again like thinking about dumb ways that kids think they can get high like the like the the pink pixie stick dust on a spoon with like the lighter underneath yeah. is such <laughs> like a wannabe badass like teenager thing <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't obviously wouldn't do anything. I feel except, like there were kids who snorted pixie sticks when I'm I was. I'm sure. A kid. Was that a thing? I feel I like that was a thing. I remember the the urban legend where I grew up was um, smoking dryer sheets. Yeah. I remember hearing oh hearing that hearing that a lot when I was a kid. Or coke and ass. Like the Tide Pod thing. Do you remember when kids were eating those or yep. doing something with those? Yep, eating Tide Pods. Okay. Uh huh. That was just a few to, years trying ago. To, trying to put up, see how long you can put in your mouth before it bursts. So oh. like, like weren't putting them in to like eat them like you would like Cheetos, but just like, okay. hey, how long? It's like playing chicken with soap, oh, you know, and ew. bleach. So yeah, I was gonna say it hurt them, right? Like, 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 like you said, it's uh, you know, <laughs> pixie sticks and pixie sticks and <laughs> and something that clearly wouldn't work. Yep. Yeah. Okay. But they're children. Okay. Like, yep. Like, like, like boiling it and trying to inhale the the steam. Uh-huh. It's like that. It's sugar. What are you? Ugh. Yep. <laughs> the spoon is all black because, like, all the times that the sugar's burned on the spoon before. <laughs> yeah. So let's do, um, Alan to Sam now. All right. Uh, something positive. What trait about this character that they despise do you genuinely appreciate? So, Aelin, what's something positive about Sam that you genuinely appreciate, that that Sam does not like about herself? Um, what wouldn't Sam like about herself? Sam uh, is okay. the loner. Sam... Um, okay, what, so, tell us sorry, about I, Sam. I blanked out for a second. No, I, um, I, I... My internet dropped out for a second. Um, what Sam doesn't... What Sam doesn't like about herself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have to have something I like about you that you don't like about yourself. Sam, as a character, is trusting once you get past the defenses, right? So it's just like, I hate, like, she's like, I hate that I'm, I, I hate that I trust, that I can't not trust people, right? Like, okay. So, might be easier if I could just not trust anybody. And I but, think you're a real decent person because of it, and I really admire that. But you hate it because people have really run over you. There you go. Ooh, right. okay. So it's like, it's the tension, right? That's where the interesting stuff is. It's just like, I don't, people keep hurting me. And there's a whole backstory that I've come up yeah. with. But like, been, there's been emotional trauma or emotional injury. And so that's why she keeps people at bay. But the thing but that she Aylan thinks like, Sam's really a kind, good person because of it. Right. There have been glimpses of here and there at <laughs> here and there at at uh, at elective gym practice, whatever that whatever <laughs> that is. 
Mm-hmm. Um, there have been there have been glimpses of, of of what you said. I think that's interesting. I think that's yeah. Cool. No, I mean it would be like a co-ed gym class. I keep thinking about like basketball games would be they would be playing. So there's probably like a, a smaller, scrawnier, like nerdy boy that Samus helped out because um, he's he's probably yeah. getting picked on by the, like the jock kids. So she gets the ball and she passes it to him for like an easy layup or something. Um, and there might be times when like people are like, "Oh yeah, Sam, do this," and then Sam totally something terrible happens to her. But yeah, it, it's like, "Oh, that's really yeah, endearing okay. that she still is <laughs> trusting." Yeah. Okay. Um, on the flip side, uh, what what is Sam doing, either knowingly or unknowingly, that hurts you? Ooh. <laughs> um, I, I can't help you here. <laughs> I would say that Sam is somehow relying on Aelin's character as a protector, and Aelin's just done. She's just tired of having to take care of everyone. Okay. Yeah, I think there's a, hey, well, can you do it? I don't really want to do it. Yeah. And then Alan so always not, does. Right? Like, it's not a, it, it's not a, you know, you talk about, like, it's not like big asks. It's like little asks. Like, hey, can you go get that, ugh, can you get that ball? Like, oh, my yeah. God, it's right by you. <laughs> Wait, so who is, who's frustrated with who here? So Alan is frustrated with Sam. Okay. Because she feels like there's a little inequality in the relationship. Um, Sam's kind of relying on her a lot. And Alan's just tired of people relying on her. Gotcha. Right, and it's not, again, like, it's not like big it's ass. Stuff. Like, it's It's not like vulnerable emotional support. It's like, yeah. hey, can, hey, hey, can, can I... Well, I won't say like, can you tie my shoe? Because that's just weird. <laughs> no, but like, that's what Sam like knows little because it's little stuff, right? Yeah, right. It's like little, yeah, like little things. Like, will you go get that? Will you go get that ball? Or hey, did you did you do the homework last night? For, yeah, yeah. You know, or Mr. Bra- Mr. Brown's class. I've got him fifth hour. Do you have the homework? Yeah, they're yeah. they're yeah, in... stuff like that. Like, yeah, they're exactly. in the lunch line, and she like reaches past her. Yep. On little stuff, but the little stuff at this right. point just puts her right. over. Okay. Right. All right. Let's uh, go back to Chris and finish finish this up, Joan. So and I forgot what I rolled before. So happy one. Um. So between Chrysanthemum and Aelin, uh, what did Aelin do for Chris that makes her owe her a debt that she can't repay? So what's something that she did in the past for her? Where Chris feels and like there's a, she's indebted to Aelin, but it's something so big that she can't possibly pay it off. Could it be mustard related? So how about um, Chris kind of sneaking into the gift, like the gift shop mustardarium, trying to, and uh, a security guard came in, but she hid behind the counter, and Aelin was there and didn't rat her out. Because you're gonna steal something or something like that. Yeah, she was gonna. Tr- she was trying to figure out the special mustard secret, which is her, um, her and it, like yeah, her crux there. And then Aelin didn't rat her out, so the security guard never found her. Yeah. So you, you as a 14 year old, think you were gonna go to jail for life? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's what happens when you get caught by the security guard. Yeah. Yep. At the at the small town mustard. Mustard Museum. Yeah. You, yep. you go. You go to you go to federal prison for that. Yeah. <laughs> the security guard. Oh, it was. The security guard who works there has to yeah. be one of the town's like two deputies, and he works security there as like a second job, <laughs> <laughs> or like a crossing guard or somebody. But they they know him. He he's got to be like one of the main cops that they interact with. Um, okay, and then something negative between them. What do you need to take from this character? Wait, what do you need to take from this character for their own good? So, what's something that that Chris has to take from Aelin for Aelin's own good? That's a tough one. Who smokes? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, because 
was Aelin 17, at 17. Yeah, so and maybe Aelin, like, smokes in secret, and you two are all against drugs and stuff. So, so, so stressed. Yeah. No, and, 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 you know, in her little 14-year-old mind, if she takes away her smokes, that means she'll quit. Yeah. Yeah. This would have been, oh, like, good. when a lot of stuff was coming out about Big Tobacco, too. So this 14-year-old yeah. girl hearing that, like, there's formaldehyde in cigarettes... While also being this chemist, scientist. yeah, this is yep. this aspiring blue ribbon chemist whose parents are are big drug users themselves, <laughs> taking this anti anti tobacco pro marijuana stance. <laughs> but I love I love this idea. I love this idea that given the time, so like there's formaldehyde in cigarettes. Totally sounds conspiratorial. Yep. Right. Yeah. It totally sounds. You're not gonna do really. Yep. My grandpa's it's like there's, the, it's like there's glass gone. in the menthol. Right. In the menthol. Right. Exactly. Cigarette. So it's true, but because you are, and the only reason that, and I like the idea is like, well, my parents said that marijuana comes from the ground, and so it's fine. Yeah. But they're putting stuff in the cigarettes. That's totally sounds bonkers. <laughs> yep. Like, but it's not. I love it. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. I see. I see Chris being like unintentionally well versed in like, um, you know, like George Washington grew fields of hemp. <laughs> you know, marijuana has all these other uses. <laughs> um, like being one of those, one of those types of, um, which I think we've all probably Woody Harrelson type <laughs> interacted with. I was thinking of the kid from Dazed and Confused. <laughs> yes. Yes. At, at the end, <laughs> and, and Martha Washington, she was cool too, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, Alan can't. So are you gonna? Is are is Alan then just gonna keep trying? Like, are you gonna be confused about where your smokes keep going? Like yeah, where so your maybe, cigarettes keep going? That's part of Alan's superstitious thing. <laughs> like maybe she, she she thinks she has to have her cigarette before she does something really important so she can calm down otherwise she won't be good always, and then she always, always loses <laughs> time and is freaking out and can't do things <laughs> yep oh and oh I just had a great idea but I can't spoil it I gotta write it down um <laughs> uh, so okay now we got to reverse this and then figure out uh, positive and negative things between Aelin and Chris, and then we'll do everything for Sam. Okay, um, so for Aelin, what role did Chris play in the best day of your life? Maybe Chris babysat one day. And I, like, left. And my character, like, went and did something that was just, like, because that's, like, her big thing. It's, like, she she's given everything for that family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so she had a day where she didn't have to do anything because she actually trusted Chris to watch the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she went for, like, a hike or something. Or, or went and yeah, sat she in the woods. She just wanted, like, and, like, shouldn't have done otherwise, and nobody yeah. was going to cover her, and she went and did it. Yeah, she, she has, like, a spot in the woods. Was, but it was very important to Aileen. Yeah. She has a spot in the woods that she likes, so there's, like, a like a tree or like a, like a fallen tree that she really likes. And so she sat on the tree and wrote like poetry or something that day, like something that would be like really, really crazy important to a, um, to a, a teenager. 17 year old. Yep. Yeah. Okay. God. And she read her secret copy of Judy Blooms forever. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Come on, yeah. Let's find something negative. Um, what could make you betray Chris? Ooh. What would make Alan betray a 14-year-old? Yeah. <laughs> That's... Maybe if I thought she went too far with uh, this mustard thing. Like, I have like a... Okay. <laughs> I have a concern about your wellness. <laughs> because you're trying, I know you're trying all these books. Yeah, I okay. like that idea of for you betraying her for what you think is her own good. Right? Yeah. It's like, you are, look, you are too into this thing. And it's not healthy. Yeah. 
I think she put her foot down when it was the turn of the of the dung beetle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid you're gonna kill yourself with bugs or something. <laughs> and I I wonder I wonder if it's one of those things where and we're just kinda of getting to know these characters, but is it one of those things where Chris kind of because Aelin is young, is so much older, you know, for a 17-year-old, for a 14-year-old, is yeah. like grown up. Yep. Yeah. So is the betrayal like that Chris, or that Aelin's just like, you're just a kid, or just like something like that, just like the betrayal is, I thought we were, yeah. who trusted me to babysit? Right? Yeah. Like the betrayal isn't like knocking you out? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, is that... I think that'd be a big betrayal for a 14-year-old who's friends with a Mm 17-year-old to to start parenting them instead of seeing them as their friend, you know? Yeah. Or having, like, a a party or a get-together and not inviting her. That's good, too. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say either of that. Who would Aelin invite to a party? That's cool. That's cool. You didn't get invited to a party because there was going to be grown-up stuff there and... That's, that's somebody else's party, and you and I go. Uh, Sam and Aelin would go, but there's, so if we got invited to some big party, we would go, but we would leave her. There's going to be grown up stuff there. <laughs> <laughs> how look? You mean, how would you describe it? To I know. No. <laughs> yeah. Especially a fourteen year old in nineteen ninety or eighty nine. Yeah. There's going to be Nirvana there. Yep. <laughs> uh huh. So much grunge. So much grunge. Yeah. No, we haven't we haven't even dealt with like any of the boy issues at all. So that's a whole other whole other thing. So um, the biggest thing for, for betraying her is like is um when I feel like she is too young for XYZ. Okay. Yeah, I mean it could be that you agree to go on a date with her crush and you don't realize yeah. that she has a crush. Because, yeah, because the crush is 18 or something, and it's yeah. just absurd. <laughs> and and that plays in really well to your provider-protector char- yeah. character as well. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that aspect. It's honest to the character, yeah. Okay. All right, now let's figure yeah, out... You just can't help yourself. Let's figure out Sam and Chris, so something positive. Um, why do you have a bond with this character that can never be broken? Uh, Sam, Chris? For who? Sam, for Sam, Sam to Chris. Sam, Sam to Chris. A yeah. bond with this character that can never, never be broken. Yeah, why do you have uh, a bond that can never be broken? Yep. Probably goes back to those drug exchanges somehow, right? Well, I I, I think it, it is a, I understand what it's like. I, I get family stuff. Yeah. Like, I, I understand. Like, yeah, you're 14, but like I get family stuff. Parents are hard, and so and maybe like you two are really the only ones who know about your personal family yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and so and so yeah, you're 14 and obnoxious, but I and precocious, right? Yeah. Um, but that is gonna be that that is that bond. It's just like I get it. I yep. get. We protect, I get we protect it. each other's secrets in terms of the pa- crazy parents we have like i under the bond the bond is that i i un, i i get your i get how messed up you are because i'm messed up because my pa- but we're messed up in different ways yeah. is that i don't know is that too is that too um it's like an under perspective no, I think it's that works. No, no. No, that works no. perfectly. For a I mean, it's so like we get each other. You know, kind yeah. of thing of was up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like Sam. It's, let me let me paraphrase it by by uh, quoting uh, Will Smith. Parents <laughs> just don't understand. <laughs> so I I think that like, she's. I get that. I think she's too cool to listen to that. But I think what she probably did <laughs> was gave Chris um, a bootleg copy. Of the Beastie Boys "Fight for Your Right" LP, like a cassette, like the cassette. Uh, I do want to. I I do want to advocate though. In 1992, and this is I'm putting on my professor hat, yeah. my hip hop hat. Not Will Smith and DJ Jazzy Jeff were they were hot of the most prominent. Like they were top shelf premium hip hop. Okay, that's so, fair. 
Okay, so what year is this no. supposed to be? 90, January 92. So that would have been yep. before summertime, um, and it would have been right after Parents Don't Understand. That said, uh, right <laughs> at the beginning of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I don't know. I do know that's I am that kind of doctor. Um, <laughs> blood pressure, I got nothing. Yep. The, the discography of Will Smith. Let, but, but to your point is, yeah, the whole, the whole larger point. Yes, yeah. I like the idea of giving her Beastie Boys. Um, that would have been off of uh, License License to Ill. Yeah, does and that I, make sense? And and yes, but I get it. Parent stuff is hard. Because License to Ill came out That's in like hard. like late eighties, right? Yeah, like eighty nine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe she, maybe there's like a mixtape. Like the Beastie Boys, Will Smith <laughs> mixtape. Yeah, and she could have let she could have lent um, or given Chris her her copy, her VHS co- prized copy of the Lost Boys. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah. In the nineties, like a mixtape was love, though. Like you're yeah. really close to someone if you make them a mixtape. Yeah. A- <laughs> I I I. You know what I did? I let you borrow. You know when you borrow something long term, so you basically give uh-huh. it to them. That's what I did with my license to with my license to ill tape. Yeah, so it wasn't a mixtape, but I was like, here you go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, listen to listen to this. You gave her a ride home from school, and like whatever car, and we'll have to figure out what like the two of you that can drive. I'm sure you've got some pretty awesome rides. Uh, and it, like you just listen to listen to this uh, listen to um, fight for your right on the way home, and it just blew Chris's mind. And you're like, take that with and you. I just, and I just popped it out. And I was like, yep. I mean, another thing. Yep. Yep. Um, Sam could also be giving her hand me downs so that she doesn't have to wear all the tie dye bullshit that her parents. Yeah. Keep putting. So. So every time, for example, every time Sam comes to get a pickup of drugs, she drops off like an old sweatshirt, one that says "relax." <laughs> yes, it says and "radical." pink. My yeah. sister had one of those, a white hoodie oh, no, with neon pink. Relax. <laughs> okay, that's good. No, I like that. And so they never speak of it. It's just you hand her yeah. your hand-me-downs. She takes it and hands you the drugs for your druggy parents. <laughs> I wouldn't go so far as to say that they're druggy, but they they take the edge off every once in a while with a little you know with a little special uh, the dankness that comes yep. from your special garden. I get that. Yep. But in 1992, it was druggy. Nowadays, it's like all fair, good. fair enough. Yeah, fair, fair enough. But at the time, that was yeah. It was this is just high this is just supposed to. This is just uh, this is. Post just post dare don't just say no type yeah so it would still be okay I could I could see that be a little yeah. more scamp it's not today yeah. yeah yeah okay yeah I don't, I don't want to infringe on your no no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's, I mean yeah it's post it's just post Reagan yeah yeah yep. so it's not crack and I'm, I'm trying to like I put it in the Right, and so it's like I'm not calling the police. It's just a little yeah. weed, but it's still like it's still drugs, though. And I was told in sixth grade, just say no. So this is not <laughs> by a cop. Possibly didn't with a briefcase. work by a cop. By the yep. cop who almost arrested you in the the mustardarium. Yep. Opposite, just say no. Uh huh. Right, but like it didn't work. But I did. It did soak in there a little bit. So yeah, I, I dig that. What's the What's the other question? Uh, what is something about Chris's personality that scares you? Man, she goes to dark places. Like when she gets when like when she gets hurt, like injured emotionally, like man, she'll give you diarrhea or something. Like it's gonna be bad. <laughs> like, it's not like there's some dark there's a dark undercurrent like every time every so often i see like the shadow go over her eyes and i'm like whoa 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 back that off a little bit that's you know what i mean not like she's not gonna murder anyone but but, she'll she'll give you the runs yeah but she'll dehydrate somebody like (laughs) but like she'll slash your tires 
Like she's yep. not gonna hurt you. She's not like she's not gonna hurt you, but but she will she will like leave something in your locker that's unpleasant. If you slash tires, slash clean if cross, floor. If you cross her, like, and it's that it's there's a character in the new girl that I really like, and he's really bad at practical jokes. Like he always takes them too far, yes. like to where they're injurious, and so. <laughs> I like that idea. This is like you, are, like I'm going to show them, and this is like, oh no, you win. You're Winston. <laughs> You're Winston, exactly. You're Winston, right? And so it's just like it scares me where your mind goes. And <laughs> so, so, so there's going to be a there's going to be a time where Chris, like she she sees like an old Three Stooges bit or something. Like she learns about like a pie in a face gag, and so she gets this great idea to do it to somebody in school. But it's and so she has Holmec that day. She bakes like an apple pie or something, something hot, right? And, yeah, then, exactly. and then hits somebody in the face with a hot out of the out of the oven pie and causes like Sarah, like second degree Sarah burns. And <laughs> when a boy in Chris's class pulled her hair, and then a few weeks later in class, he like, <laughs> and then he find, and then he remembers he remembers Chris laughing or smiling. And that scared the bejesus out of me. What I I think is interesting, I like that idea. You remember at McDonald's apple pies, how they were 4 million degrees? I like the idea that Chris knows that because she's a chemist and, like, knows that, like, so the guy, like, goes, and so she, like, intentionally smashes an apple pie in his face. Like, she knows it's hot. Yeah. Like, he's not going to hurt him. not going to, like, burn him forever. But it's like, jeez, you're crazy. <laughs> Just a little bit. Okay, we got to do Sam that to Aelin, and then we'll we'll wrap it up. So, Sam to Aelin, um, what aspect of this character's personality do you try to use as a model for your own? Uh, she never she never quits. Okay. Like I've never seen Aelin give up, which is cool. Um. Okay, and then something negative would be: What are you sure this character is hiding from you? what other people are saying about her. So Aelin knows what folks are saying about Sam. And like, I know, like, I'm convinced. Now, this may not be true, or it may. I don't know how you want to play it, but mm-hmm. I'm convinced, like, nobody's going to say stuff to my face because I'm a loner weirdo, but I know people talk. Mm-hmm. And I know and I that you're... Aelin more- probably wouldn't tell Sam because she's all protectory. So she would, yep. it, it would yeah. even if you did know. Like I said, I, from my from Sam's perspective, she has no proof. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think of Tina, like those teenage anxieties, right? Like, yep. She's sure. She's sure uh-huh. people are gossiping about her, and it may not be true. It may, but if there are people gossiping, I'm sure Aylan's heard about it because she is. Well, you know, Aylan's not like the most popular kid, but she is older, so she gets invited to parties sometimes, and yeah. she's in some of those upper classes. And like, and I know she, I know she says something, and she probably means well, but I know she knows what people are saying. So let's say that there's the a let's say there's a diner attached to the uh, the mustard place, um, and Aylin works. That makes sense. Aylin right. works part time as like a as like a waitress there. So she like she's like yeah. a she does everything at the at the mustardium. Um, sometime in the gift shop, sometime waiting tables. Um, but she's like, I like her being yeah, in a place where real. she might yeah. pick, like, hear that gossip, right? Yeah. Um, while also being like pushed to the edges herself because, like, the other kids yeah. don't have to work. Um, they're yeah. coming there after the football game on Friday, and she's working. Um, so there is that like working class, middle class kind of uh, alienation. We get to play it up, up some of that. Um, this is awesome. But Aileen could theoretically hear this, and you know she would be too protective to tell you. Even yeah, you know, for your best interest, you would like to know. Yep. Yeah, she's like she's bringing out a tray of like cokes or something after the game, and here's people like making fun of of Sam behind her back for whatever, right? Um, yeah. Awesome. This is so That's, great. Yeah, Sam's pretty. Sam's pretty sure that Aileen knows what's up how people think about her um and she you know and it it, it bugs her on a variety of levels perfect 
Um, so we are able to get through all of our character stuff today. We'll see what we do next week. Hopefully, um, the rest of our our players are able to to join in. This is a really crazy time for everybody. Um, I know that we'll probably end up having to take a week off pretty soon as we all prepare to climb the grading mountain. <laughs> um, but we'll we'll deal with it. Um, this is very much a work in progress. So thank you, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Awesome. Yes, yes. Happy birthday.